the Business Podcast that gives you the business skills you need to build a business that dominates in your market with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's episode, you will learn how much free content should you create? A lot of people ask this question, how much content should I create and give out for free on a regular basis? How many things should I have on my website for people to check out that they don't need to pay for? And the issue I have with this question is that many people that ask this question are asking it because they believe that giving out free content is a waste, meaning that I should be charging for some of this stuff. I can't just give it all away for free. I'm going to talk about the fallacy of this argument as well as Answering this question, how much free content should you be giving to your audience, regardless of what your product is or your service is, whether it's a physical product or a soft product like a course or a software? How much content should you create and give and how often should you do this? We get into it in today's episode, so let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by HostGator. Did you know that HostGator now has managed WordPress hosting? That means your WordPress website can be so much faster with HostGator with their WordPress hosting. And their prices are incredible. With their amazing discount they're giving to listeners of The $100 MBA Show, you can get started for $6 a month and it scales with you if you need to grow later on. Check out HostGator for an all-in-one website solution over at HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Before I answer the question of how much free content you should create and how often you should create it, let's talk about what's the purpose of free content. Well, obviously, this goes under the umbrella of content marketing. It's a form of marketing. And the whole point of this is to build trust with your audience, for them to give you a try, to see that you are of credibility. It gives you a chance to give your audience member a win and say, hey, I know how to help you. I just showed you and helped you right now with this piece of content. Now, content marketing is extremely important if you have an online business. If you have an offline business and you have a physical store, it's important and it can be really, really helpful. But it's not as important as if you had an online business because at least with a physical business, you have foot traffic. You have people walking by your store. They see you. So some stores can just stay profitable, at least profitable, if they have enough traffic, physical traffic in front of their physical store. But if you're online, the only way people are going to find out about you is online. So your content marketing has to be very powerful, not only in the content itself, meaning that if you create an ebook, for example, that ebook has to be very, very useful, but you have to get people at different angles. So let's use $100 MBA, for example. So we have a varied amount of free content out there, continuously going out there. So we have this podcast. This is free. Every single day, somebody who likes to listen to podcasts can listen to our show and get value from it. We can build trust with them. So that's one form of content, but it's continuous. Every single day, a new piece of content goes out from the $100 MBA via the podcast. We also have a weekly blog post. So the blog post is in written format, obviously. And those who love blogs and love reading can check that out. We also have five free guides. And we keep adding guides as we move on. These guides are ebooks. Some of them are very visual. Some of them are ebook style, meaning that they're written. But the point here is that these guides are also a form of free content. Some people like these short little nuggets. 
They don't want to read a long book, but they would love to read a 30-page guide to help them do something very specific. So we got the podcast every day. We have the blog posts every week. We have the guides there. We also have a free seven-part video course on idea validation, making sure people can nail their business idea. If you want to check that out, that's 100mba.net slash free hyphen course. So that's a free video course. So people that love watching videos can watch that course. It also comes with a workbook. So that's very interactive. They can fill out the workbook as they're completing the course. So you can already see the pattern here. We have different types of free content in different types of mediums. We have audio, we have visual, we have video, we have text, we have infographics, because I know that certain people will only like certain things. Now, that's not the only content marketing we do. I write guest posts for different blogs. I guest on different podcasts, or I'm on different podcast shows. I do webinars. That's another whole different medium. I get on stage and speak on stage in person. That's considered content marketing, even though it's not online. So the point here is that we try to hit all our bases because our audience members live in different places. They listen to different things. They do different things. They watch different things. So you can't just rely on the fact that everybody's just going to go straight to your website and download that one ebook that you have. Now, that ebook or that freemium, that one freemium that you start with on your website, whether that's a course or an infographic or whatever it is, that thing you give away for their email so you can grow your email list and have a relationship with them, that's a good start. But that's just the start. You have to start thinking about what are some different ways I can content market. So the answer to this question, how much free content should you create? As much as you can. Because the more valuable content that you create and offer to the world for them to get to know you and get to know the value you can add to their life, the more you're going to be able to build relationships and build that email list and make more sales and grow your business. Out of my own experience and the experience of many entrepreneurs I know, there is a direct correlation to the amount of content that you give out for free with the amount of sales that you make. Now, the beauty of creating this content is that it is not expensive when it comes to money. It does take time, but it doesn't cost you much to create content. And it allows you to really, really grow your business on a budget. So you should leverage this. Don't ever stop creating great content for your audience. Have some sort of publishing schedule, whatever that's a blog post every week or a video every week or a podcast episode or whatever it is. But my advice to you is do one project at a time before you take on the next one. Don't try to have a video show, a podcast, and a weekly blog, and uh, send out a new infographic every week, all at the same time. That's just too ambitious. And you're gonna get burnt out, and you're not gonna sustain that. So what you gotta do is you nail down one thing. So let's say you're blogging every week. Make sure you have consistency. You've done it for two months. All right, you have the rhythm. You know how to do this. You have a publishing schedule. Move on to a next project. Don't stop blogging, but move on to the next project and work a groove for that whether that's a podcast or a video show or webinars. Don't ever think that just because you're giving it away, people are not going to pay. Nothing can be further from the truth. I'll give you an example with our own business, The $100 MBA. The $100 MBA show is great value. People love listening to it. There are people that build their business listening to The $100 MBA show. And to me, that's a great honor. I love it. But there are people that sign up for our $100 MBA course. And the reason why they sign up is because they want brevity. They want to be able to go in and say, okay, I got to complete this course and then I'm done. I understand the basics of business. I know how to start my business now. I understand finance, sales, marketing. I understand all these things. And people will do that. They also want to have access to me and ask questions. They want to be able to uh, interact with other people in the Facebook group. 
They want some sort of guided learning with workbooks. So there's different value you can offer and charge for it. Just because I'm giving value every single day on the show and giving lessons and helping people doesn't mean I can't do it in a different way and charge for it. Keep that in mind in your business. And remember, if you have a different type of product, like a physical product, like let's say, for example, you sell bow ties, you can definitely content market it with that. When would you wear a bow tie? Which bow ties go with what? How do you tie a bow tie? These are great content pieces. You can write blog posts. You could do videos. One of our friends, Antonio Centeno, runs a site called Real Men Real Style, and it's all about this kind of content. And he's got hundreds and hundreds of videos on YouTube showing how you can be stylish as a man. So there's always a way to create valuable content for your audience. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, I gotta give love to today's sponsor, HostGator. When you're starting as a new business, you need backup when it comes to the technology. You need your own dedicated tech team to make sure your website is up and running all the time. And need somebody that you can count on to answer your questions when it comes to your business website. And that somebody is HostGator. HostGator's got 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email. That means you can contact them any time of day when you're working on your website. They can help you with registering domain names, registering SSL certificates, getting your website up and running, creating a whole new website when you're ready to expand. They're there for you whenever you need them. It's like having your own tech department right there anytime. Plus, HostGator's hooking up every listener of The $100 MBA Show with an amazing discount, 30% off. You can get started for as low as $5 a month. And if you wanna go with their dedicated WordPress hosting, it's only $6 a month. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Guys, another reason why you should be always creating free content for your business is it allows you a way to communicate with your audience. It allows you to keep in touch, to keep your finger on the pulse and know exactly what your users, what your customers, what your audience members are interested in when it comes to your niche, when it comes to your market. If you have a podcast, you can find out through iTunes reviews. If you have a blog post, you can find out through comments on the blog. Same thing with videos. So the point here is, is that be connected with your audience and having regular content come out from you helps you do that. And it's a great way to test market a new product or a new idea in your business. Find out what your audience thinks about it. Often best-selling books start off as blog posts. They see that the audience really likes this topic. There's a lot of traffic, there's a lot of comments. That blog post maybe becomes a part two blog post. They expand upon it. And maybe it becomes a small ebook and then it becomes a New York Times bestseller. This has happened over and over again with great authors. So use free content to your advantage. And when it comes to free content, quality free content to your audience, you can definitely out-hustle the competition. Nicole and I are a living example of that with this show. We're able to compete with great podcasts out there that have huge audiences before they launched because they have New York Times bestsellers like Tim Ferriss, great podcast. You know, Pat Flynn and Jordan Harminger started their podcasts back in 2008, 2006. So they had that advantage. So in order for you to compete, you got to really, really put out great content consistently. So you could say, hey, I belong within this circle. I belong with this competition. All right, guys, I hope that helps. And I hope you love today's episode. Make sure you tune in tomorrow where you talk about what to expect on your first launch day, on that first time you're launching something new for sale. What should you expect on that day? What are some of the challenges? What are some of the things that might surprise you? Tomorrow's episode may save you a lot of time and money and headaches. So make sure you tune in. 
And the best way to make sure you don't miss an episode is to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so all your episodes get downloaded automatically. All right, guys, that's it for me today. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. I didn't mention this in today's episode, but one of the biggest advantages of creating continuous great content for your audience is it keeps you on your toes, keeps you sharp, keeps you improving because you got to keep upping the ante. You got to keep getting better. You got to keep coming better as an entrepreneur so you can produce better content. So keep that in mind. If you don't have that regular schedule of great content coming out, then you have nothing pushing you to get better. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.